I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Merry Advent season, Keith. Merry Advent season. Welcome to Advent. Yeah. Um, people starting to have their houses decorated and... Now, we see, and, now yeah, we're starting Advent. We're starting Advent when Advent's supposed to be starting. When it's supposed to be. That's correct. Even though Christmas Eve... Mm-hmm. Is on a Sunday. It's the fourth Sunday Advent. Yeah, I um, I know some churches decided to start it a week earlier mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. make it make it all work, make it all work. But um, this Sunday is actually the start of Advent. Yep. So just want to make that. No, I mean, I did, I did, I did, I did have my Christmas decorations up before. Me too. Before Thanksgiving. Me too. But that's fine. Me too. Um, so. We're in we're in Advent, so I, f- I figure we'll do a few weeks of um, talking about uh, Adventy kind of stuff. Yeah, and our theme is choose your own adventure. Advent, your. Um, did you ever read the choose your own adventure books? All right. So kids, I, I, if you didn't know, kids, choose your own adventure yeah. is a is a book series in the eighties. Where like when you read through it, you read through it part of it, and then it would give you a choice. You know, like go into the room or run away, right? But if you ch- if you choose one, you went to one page, and if you chose the other one, you went to a different page, and then like the story changed throughout. And you probably had like eight or ten or whatever different um, uh, story plot lines that you could go through. So did you ever read any of those? I saw them. You did. I saw them. Uh. Public service announcement for all the kiddos out there: Read your books. Start reading your books when you're young. Read your uh, read your <laughs> books that are about uh, fun things and stories. And yeah. read read your books, kids. And, it's good uh, for the imagination. Yeah, end up smart like your uncle Keith here. Um, <laughs> smart and uh, and not like me. I didn't read the I didn't read the books as a child. Them. No, um, there's, I, I got into reading when I was 25 years old. <laughs> well, there's there's a, there was a different a different couple books that were like that the, the choose your own adventure series you had another series that was called time machine um where you could like in the book you could you were like jumping back into time or forward or whatever it was i started cool. one once but i never made it to the page where you got to choose right <laughs> what was fun about them really is that when you got to the end you could like go back and read it again and choose something different so it was, it was even though you weren't well, here's two things. One's what's great is you got a book that's like, you know, 200 pages thick, but really in reality, you're only reading a hundred oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. So you really feel like a... Like a bookworm. You're yeah. like, man, I read this whole book today, you know? Um, but I would go back and make different choices. Or sometimes I would like um, say, okay, turn to page 11 and then turn to page 11. Oh, you died. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm going back and, you know, I'm going to pick the other one, right? Um, so sometimes I cheated. Wish the Oregon Trail game was choose your own adventure. Right, <laughs> right yeah. Uh, you died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so choose your own adventure um, is kind of the 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 basis of it. So each week we kind of look at um, yeah, we're gonna look a, at an angels option. angels appearing to different people and then choices um, choices decisions they had to make. Yeah. Uh, this week we're talking about um, Zachariah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'll read. You know what? You want me to just read it real? Ah, that's a lot. That's to read. a lot of reading. Um, we'll sum it up. Sum it up for <laughs> us. A lot of reading for a kid who doesn't read books. <laughs> um, but Zachariah Priest, he goes in. He does um, goes and gets drawn in the in the churchly uh, raffle lottery drawing to go in and be the dude who goes in and burns the incense. Goes mm-hmm. in and does it while in there. Boom! Visited by the archangel. Gabriel gets told he at his ripe old age, him and his wife's ripe old age, they're gonna have a baby. Firstborn. Um, yep. And he's like, What? <laughs> say what? Yeah, say what? And then the uh angel's like, Yeah, now this is happening. You can't talk. And yeah. and they have a baby. Um and then he can talk. Yeah, yep. And the name is John. And then he can talk after he names the baby John and and the angel Ooh. told him to name the baby John. That's right. So that's our story. That's our story. But we have We're sticking to it. Yep. He uh, was visited by an angel in the holiest of holies in the temple. Yeah. Um, when he was in doing his priestly duty, and and uh, that's our story. So, so really, the the choice that you know the that story, he had to make. Story, yeah, right? I've heard okay. the story. Um, the really the choice he had to make is in that moment when that angel's talking to him and saying, "Hey, you're gonna have uh, your firstborn, and we know know you've been trying to have kids. You've been praying. Your your prayers are answered. We're gonna we're gonna give you a, a baby." Um, and he at that moment he could have either chosen to have faith and been grateful and thank you, you know, and that's wow, that sounds great, or have a little doubt and seek some confirmation. Right, and he asked the uh, the angel, uh, "How do I know this to yeah. be true?" Like, 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 come on, like, come on, really? You know, I know it blows my mind, but <sighs> you know, I, 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 I was thinking about this for a while though. Um, if I think it's so normal, though, it's such a normal human behavior, because if you had this. Uh, thing appear to you and say i'm gabriel i'm an angel of the lord and everything that you've ever wanted like the thing that you've always wanted i'm gonna make happen for you um you know like how do you how do you not question that like Mm -hmm. like, where were you five years ago man you know what i mean like Mm. like part of it's that and then part of you is kind of like how do you know it's not like some psycholo- you know, in modern times, we yeah. we now know there's yeah. mental situations, you know, that would cause you to maybe see my something that's things, not actually there. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I think that I think that I th- I would say we are probably more skeptical today than people mm-hmm. two thousand plus years ago. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing God. I've not audibly heard the voice of God. Um. So, yeah, to, it's frightening, right? Like, first thing the angel always says is, hey, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. <laughs> don't freak out. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I'm not here to hurt you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I think that that's, um, I think that's a normal, to me, it's a normal reaction, right? Um, and... And there's other examples in the Bible of, you know, again, to your point, the angel have to be like, do not be afraid, right? Or people uh, questioning the, 
what God wants them to do or whatever, right? I mean, we talked about Noah not that long ago. Um, you know, we, we there's lots of examples of people like getting this divine intervention mm-hmm. and being like, uh, yeah. Um, let's, yeah, let's lay out the fleece. Yeah. All right, let's do it again. Let's do that again. Let's try to do right. the opposite. Like, like, I want to make sure that this is this is accurate, right? Um, so I think that's, to me, I think it's normal. Um, but like, what, what, what does, um, and I, I don't, and I want to be, I want to be sensitive a little bit to the fact that, you know, when you, when you read a story like this and you've got, you've got somebody who is, um, a priest, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the, and in Luke, um, you know, it says, a very pious person, right? Follows all the rules of God, right? Like somebody that's very upstanding. Okay. Wanted a kid forever, right? And now is in his ripe old age and, and is finally getting what he's been praying. Like the, yeah. your prayers have been answered, right? Um, so it's twofold. One is, okay. Does that give us this weird example of like, well, if I'm if I'm good enough and I pray hard enough, eventually I'll get mm. what I really mm. want, right? Um, or I would say no. I know I would say the same thing, but or why why? And of course, we know from the rest of the Bible. But if you were if you were back in that time and you you heard of this situation and this guy this priest praying really hard finally mute for nine months and then can talk and has a son and blah 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 blah. why him and not me Mm. right um and so i just i think that some of some for some people this kind of story can be a little disheartening Oh, for sure. I Even think though it's meant to be the opposite. I think you're touching on that human nerve that we've talked many times about, but that human nerve of comparison, right? Yeah. Like, um, just we're always, always, always just making comparisons yeah. between ourselves and others, and then it's what we do with that comparison that... Um, That'll make and break us as far mm. as as far as our faith as um, of being who being being who God's created us to be, living into what um, what our purpose and mission is, living into what uh, God wants for our lives. Um, you know, like we were saying a couple weeks ago, you're talking about like we had the selfish times of our lives, right? Mm. Like those selfish times of your life when you're oh. Like, it's almost like God's not around. Well, you can't see him because you're only looking inward. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's kind of the conversation we we're having mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And I think yeah. I think if you do this comparison thing, you're always in the, um, why me, why me, why this, why, and, you know, look at them, they got it, they, you got yeah. it, right? And you're not looking to what you can do for, what can you do for others? Mm-hmm. Like, what can you do? What difference can you make? Yeah. Yeah, it's... It... And go make that difference, then this world of possibilities opens up to you. Yeah, I think that... Um, you know, I, I have these... Sometimes I have these conversations with people where... Um, so I have a, a wide range of 
what I would say are our friends, right? People that I know from um, different online communities. You know, I'm involved in some um, camera uh, video communities and, and something. Friends. I mean, some of them I know really well. You know, so I would say that they're they're a friend. I mean, I wouldn't um, invite them over for Thanksgiving, friend, right? Uh, but That's family. But you know, I know, I know. Well, a friendsgiving, right? Ooh, love a good friendsgiving. Um, but I, you know, I know them. I know them personally. You know, I've interacted with them. You know, yeah, okay. Um, and you know, sometimes I have these conversations with them where they're like, you know, the, this newer kind of thing that's going around is that uh, you know, people between the ages of eighteen and twenty-five to thirty that don't have a house will never be able to get a house. The interest rates are too high. The housing prices are too high. The wages are so low, right? That, you know, they're like, we just can't afford a house. And then like the, they're, they're stuck in this concept that the rent is higher than what a housing payment would be. They can, they're approved to rent at that, you know, you know, say three grand, that well, I can rent a place at three grand, but the bank won't let me buy the same place for two grand mm-hmm, a month, mm-hmm. right? Um, and what I always find, what I always find it interesting is, and this kind of brings to your point is when I'm like, well, do you move out of L.A. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, stop living in San Francisco, my man. You know, like move out of a high, yeah. A high housing situation. Well, no, that's that's where you know my work is. Find something else to do. Yeah, you know, like, and, and it's the difference is looking at people and seeing what they have and wanting that instead of repositioning yourself mm-hmm. to say change your perspective. Change your perspective of you know, and even in this, this is this is what I want in life. So I'm going to go and do something to to get that and not be not be jealous or lash out at the people that maybe have what I want where I'm at but yeah. figure out what what is it that I that I can do yeah and situation. I don't think we're projecting anything on Zachariah no. too I want to clear that up. like um you know like people say they've they've made their peace with God right like I don't know that Zachariah had you know he's faithfully doing his his priestly duties and you know I don't think I don't think he I don't I, think he's upset. I'm not or reading anything. bitterness no, no, no. into this. Mm, um, no, you know, it's just a great blessing. Yeah. Um, but he does. He does get the answer. I mean, he does approach it in in what we're saying is a very human way of like. Disbelief. I'm sorry. Are you yeah. sure? Disbelief. You know, right. I'm an old dude now. Doubt. Right. Doubt. You know. And I think that that's that's such a human it's a it's a human yeah. characteristic in everything that we do we doubt ourselves yeah. and our capabilities um we we doubt you know when you see an ad on tv uh you know lose weight just join you know x diet whatever we doubt that that's probably a good doubt though um but you know what i mean like you know you doubt that you can oh i don't know i need to really lose weight but i just i just can't do it right like oh, this yeah. doubt this doubt is constantly running through us and then with that you know we go and um you know uh i think i think when you get on the the diet exercise thing it's always the diet plan and exercise plan that didn't work right i've tried it it doesn't work yeah 
Exercise doesn't work. I tried it for like three days. It doesn't work, <laughs> right? Like it's yeah. always that that doesn't work, not yeah. me that didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think I think and I think that that's what it is. You know, he's he's doubted his ability to have a child for so long, and that he's you know statistically incapable at this point in terms of his age and his his wife's age. That it's just the first thing is is that doubt because he they've tried it hasn't worked. You know. Um, instead of having, instead of having faith, not not um, not a wish, but f- but real faith, right? And I think that that's the that's the difference. So, it, and, and kind of my big point is, if you think like, because I read this story sometimes, and I think, well, if an angel appeared to me, I wouldn't doubt what they had to say to me. Well, you know what? You probably would, right? Like, you know, because it's just it's just who we are as um, as I think people, you know. You know, and I think, too, like part of this, I want to read like uh, verse 17 here. Um, it's not just it's not just that he's going to have a child. It's not just that he's going to have a son. Um, you know, that's miraculous enough, but you're going to call him John. And he will bring, um, bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Right. Like that, that I'm bringing you a a son with a, with a very specific destiny. Yes. Yeah. You're, we're, you are, you you will be the father to a prophet. Yeah. Who will make way the path for the Lord. And, but that's, you notice that's but you notice, though, like, but you notice also in his response though he didn't say he didn't say well how do you know this this child's going to do all this right he's like it how was, do i how do you even know the it was child's like coming it was like wait i'm old and uh my wife's getting up there in in years like how do i know this for sure like he's not even he's not even to the point of doubting yeah. the destiny yeah you're right you know? so then then gabriel comes back the angel says i'm gabriel i stand in the presence of god and i have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news and now you will be silent <laughs> and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at their appointed time I like the feistiness of Gabriel. I love this man. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have loved it if I was Zachariah. I'd be like, you know. Uh, and then, like, I could see Zachariah just like trying to apologize, but he can't, right? Because he can't say anything. Yeah, He's like, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Nothing. Oh shoot! I wonder. I wonder. Um, I wonder what he must have thought, like the first, the first like month or two. Right, because like obviously six months into it, your wife's your wife's pregnant, right? Yeah. Like you get it, it's yeah. happening. So you, that you get you get that faith, that hope, that back, right? You're like, oh, it worked in your mind because you can't say it. But like, how does that first week go? You know, set week two. You know, like nothing's happening. You still can't talk. This angel's not coming back. Like, do you think that doubt keeps playing in his mind, mm. or do you think the fact that he can't talk brings some kind of mm. some additional think, faith to it that no, didn't have it, it before? Slow, I think it was a slow process. I think it was a slow yeah. developing. A slow. To your point, I think it's a. Sl- it was a slow developing process. Mm. I don't even think 
the initial inability to speak, um, what yo was was the was the flashpoint. I think it was just it slowly matured over the next nine months. Now, do you think um, that that punishment, that consequence, was it warranted? Oh, I'm not making <laughs> not making speculation. No, no. I mean, it's 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 on our list of questions we we have. Do know. I think it's warranted? Like I do. I think it's great. I think I think I think the the Hebrew Bible, the New Testament Bible, uh, um, full of our creation in the image of God, and also full of a God who who has a knack for a little bit of humor. <laughs> you know, and I love that Gabriel's irony. You know, I love that Gabriel's like, now this is happening. Uh, you know, it's great. Like it was, like I said, I wouldn't have wanted it even to do it, to have done it to me. But, um, but it's good stuff. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think for me, it shows. I I think I think the the consequences or the the action of of not being able to speak shows Zechariah that when his wife does get pregnant, it's because of God, not because it wasn't just something that like maybe that because if he if he didn't have that that lasting consequence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it could it be easy that this angel just goes away, you don't ever see him again, you don't ever talk to him, and then your wife gets pregnant, and you're like, hey, I did it finally, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's that, um, it's it's that extra bit of layer to like prove to Zechariah that like this is actually from God, and not just it just it was a coincidence. You were crazy. You ate some bad mushrooms or something, you know, or bad bread or you know some moldy bread, and you had a hallucination, and now you have a kid. Right, but that you know what I mean. It's this lasting effect to prove to him, like, hey, no, look, this is this yeah. is real, right? This is this is really happening. Had had Zechariah come to it and said, oh, you know, and been and been um, faithful with it, he wouldn't he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have needed that lasting. Um, I don't know, I want to say punishment, but that lasting evidence yeah. or that lasting proof. Um, through the nine months or ten months or whatever, right? So for me, I think it's I think it is uh, warranted from from that perspective, right? That it's not necessarily a punishment. It's not you did something bad. Now yeah. God or the angels punishing you, but, but it's, it's part it's to prove a yes, point. It's part of it's part of the process. It's part of yeah. the story. It's part of the um, you know like juxtapose it with like the messianic secret right like with jesus telling or you know like okay peter you've identified me as the messiah the chosen one the christ now don't go telling everybody about this right <laughs> That's, keep we, that one to yourself you know yeah it's like what yeah you know what you know well that's kind of what we got going on here like you're gonna have a son it's gonna name's gonna be john he's gonna point the way to the lord he's gonna prepare the prepare the path for the Messiah, for the chosen one to come, your son John's gonna come. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. I think. Um, I think if you that's gonna happen in its own time. If you look at it too from the perspective of um, Paul on the 
road to Damascus, right? Like, like it's kind of the same thing. Had he not had the blindness, that blindness and, you know, for a short period of time, but even for a period of time, would it have been easier for him to kind of dismiss this mm-hmm. random yeah. a voice in his head? Right. It's, it's almost, the, it's almost the same thing. And if you really think about it, it's kind of, um, not a one-off event. No. And right? we, I think we need, we need time. Mm. We need time as, as humans, I think, um, I think we're pretty dense. <laughs> I think we get denser as we get older, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, uh, kids, children wouldn't have wouldn't have taken this situation, you know, seeing an seeing an angel and being told something. They would have been like, "Okay, sounds great." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they they don't have that same doubt. I think that doubt grows with us over time and into maturity. So mm-hmm. like. You know, my four-year-old, you know, like, I could tell him anything. He'd be like, oh, okay, great. That sounds great. You know? Wonderful. Wonderful. You know, the, hey, the moon's made of cheese. Wow. Okay. You know? Um, but you, at some point, you hit that age of, like, where you, you that doubt Start starts creeping. Yeah, and, and questioning. Exactly. And, you know? And so I think, I think that that's what really makes us – the world puts that on us. Right? Yeah. Not – maybe it's not our nature – Right, because our nature as a child would be to accept this. Uh, I think it is. It's I our think... influence from the world, and and other imperfect people around us showing imperfection. Yeah, but I think like natural skepticism's, uh, you know, uh, probably like a survival instinct, right? Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, if not, the majority of the world would just be. Gullible people like that would be that well, it, that is that well, the, is that the survival instinct? Scams, scams are like billion dollar, um, you know. I was gonna say like organizations, but you know, people get milked out of billions of dollars. To I would say that there's. Know. I would say if you're quantifying things in billions of dollars of revenue or whatever, I think there's probably exponentially more revenue generated from legitimate business operations and practices by rational, yeah, by I just rational mean, thinking I just mean people. Like, so I just mean like so the over- from a gullibility standpoint, right? Like getting an email saying, uh, uh, this charge for this uh, internet security suite, uh, hit your credit card for $400. Thank you so much. If you didn't authorize this, Please click this link, you know, and people click it and then, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, just give me your credit card number. And then, you know, like the, the don't ability do that. to don't, don't do them. that. That's don't a scam. Do, don't give anybody your credit card. Number. Anyway, so I just, I, I think that we still have, I still think we have a little ways to go for some doubt is okay in some situations, right? <laughs> um, so, but I do, what I do think though that it um, kind of to wrap up a little bit here, I think the story does remind us though that there are some barriers to faith right like um in in zachariah's case it's probably this past um of not being able to have a child not being able to have a child not being able to have a child right so you know it's almost like uh what 
was it Einstein that said doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Correct. Right. Okay. So like in, in his mind, like, Hey man, been there, tried that. Like it's, it doesn't work, you know? Um, so it's really that past kind of that past history or that past performance is, is making him not believe that it can happen. Right. And so we all have these different barriers to, to faith or to, you know, to, to have that faith. Um, what do you, what do you think's probably like in your mind, what do you think's like the biggest barrier in, not to you, but in general mm. of, of like the population, what do you think the biggest barrier is? Um, our, our putting our human timeline on applying our human timeline to an eternal God, mm. I think is our biggest pitfall on a lot of faith. Yeah. Um, we are so, 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 so very small. God is so, 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 so very big. We are, we, our existence is the blink of an eye. Um, so that he's eternal. So whenever, whenever we're looking for something or expecting something, or praying for something, or hoping, for, right? Like, mm-hmm. we put such a tiny, tiny, tiny timeline on. We want things to be done on our little minuscule timeline yeah. mm-hmm. and not on the grandiose, like, like between, like... It's like a nanosecond for God, but it's like, hey, I really, this past 15 years, yeah. I really well, think would about, like a like, child, you know? Between, like, Abraham to the exile, and then from, like, the exile to Jesus, like, I I don't know. There's something like 14, uh, 20, 28, some odd generations in there. Yeah. Okay? Generations. Yeah. Generations. Of people mm. hoping and passing on hope to the next generation for this thing that is in God's plan, this coming of a Messiah, this... They're, oh, like this yeah. gets passed on yeah, yeah. for generations, generation after generation after generation. Like, and then, and then we're like, "Oh God, please help me get through this next week." <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, help me get through this Christmas dinner I have to right? have with the in-laws. And so, <laughs> anyway, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to downplay anybody else's plight out there. No. Like, but. But when I take some perspective and have a little bit of yeah. uh, gratitude for the situation I'm in, the situation around me, the the place that I live, the community that is supportive, the um, the people and the lives that are positive, um, like the the faith that our predecessors in the faith possessed to to soldier on is so impressive. Mm. And I often feel like I've 
I haven't been tested to that level and um it's so it's so impressive, but I think that's part of that's part of our modern obstacle to to this faith. I think it's a, I think it's a big one. I think it's Yeah. I'll I'll add to that because I agree with everything you said, but I will add also trying to uh, trying to make sense or rationalize something that we can't comprehend. Yeah, not not yeah, that you know what I mean. Like I think our like we're arrogance. trying to we're trying to we're trying to be like, well, if I only understood yeah God, then I would believe, right? But like, and I think that's total arrogance. Yeah, that we think we can understand. We can understand. You know, and in our pursuit to try to understand everything around us, it's uh, so arrogant. It, it is, you know, that's how I view it. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's like an ant trying to Im- imagine what it's like to be a human. Yeah, trying to intellectually, intellectually think about how your your yes, thought process exactly. Like yeah. it, it just doesn't it doesn't compute. And I'm I'm not saying you can't. You can't try to get to know God and understand God and understand what God wants from you, but you can't fathom how God built the universe. Like, it's something that does, you know, like, dude, I have trouble trying to rationalize sometimes and figure out the Trinity, right? The whole Trinity. I don't understand how a telephone works. I'm 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 talking landline. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, there's so many things that I just don't get that I could spend my entire life thinking about and I'll probably never understand. Why in the heck am I trying to fully, like, know something that is impossible for me to know? I think that's how we end this episode. I don't know. Because we're out of time. You don't know. Nobody knows. We're out of time. That's why nobody nobody should be listening to Duncan. (laughs) Hey, we will either leave that in or cut it from the end of this episode. Um, If we had the ability for you to vote, we could let you do that uh, for the next episode. We don't have it. So anyway, have a good one. Uh, Catch you next week. Bye.